Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Good morning and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host. Carla Taylor, and I am so very excited to bring you this show this morning. I have the honor and privilege of talking with the fabulous Tiffany Lanier, and Tiffany is actually someone I met at the Social Media Week in Lima, Ohio. It's a fabulous conference. If you're in the Midwest, absolutely for sure come, but even if you're not, it's worth traveling to, so that is coming up again next year, but Tiffany was one of the speakers there, and I was just blown away not only by her talk, but by her incredible smile and positive energy, and we just really hit it off right away, so I'm so excited to be able to talk to her and bring you more information about this amazing woman. Um, Tiffany is sometimes known as the Queen of Clarity, or the Millennial Oprah, so Tiffany, I definitely want to talk to you a little bit more about that. <laughs> Uh, But if you are a new or emerging leader, which I know so many organizations are talking about, these emerging leaders is the terminology they use for these up-and-coming, really bright lights of the people that they have in their organization, Um, and you yourself might feel that you are one too, and you don't have to be young, actually, to be an emerging leader. It just might be at that point where you're you're ready to lead. But if you are a new or emerging leader or simply want to live more purposefully, Um, We are going to be talking this morning about personal growth, conscious leadership, and meaningful work, and that's actually a really great place to start. So I hear a lot about different types of leadership, Tiffany. I hear about uh, being a, a strong leader, being a motivational leader. There's lots of different ways to describe leadership, but conscious leadership is a little bit different, and I'd love to know what that is and why does it matter. Yeah. Why don't we start with that? Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, we can we can dive into wherever you want to go. Thank you so much, Carla, for having me on with you this morning. Um, Conscious leadership. What is that? (laughs) What is the whole thing? Um, It's you know when you Google it, it doesn't really come up as like a solid definition. I think there's a lot of different companies that teach conscious leadership, so they all have their own definition of what that looks like. But overall, Mm -hmm. conscious leadership is bringing your whole self to your leadership, bringing your whole self to your work. To me, it encompasses um, several different types of leadership styles, which could be mindful leadership. Um, Some even call it woke leadership. We can get into that. (laughs) Others, um, social change leadership. For me, all of that encompasses a more conscious leader. So really being, bringing your whole self and bringing your whole self to the picture is being hyper aware of who you are, what you stand for, what matters, not only to you, but having the capacity to do that with those around you and those that you lead. Well, see, I knew there was a reason that I was drawn to you because that's so similar to what Bring Your Brilliance is all about, of bringing your whole self, bringing what makes you brilliant and different and unique to work with you. So 
now I'm totally understanding <laughs> why I loved your term conscious leadership even before I completely understood how you define it. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, why does it matter? Like, go ahead. Oh, why does it matter? Um, well, I'll tell you why it matters to me and why I think it should matter to everyone else. It matters because we are moving into a time, I feel like there's an awakening happening with a lot of people, and probably because of the Internet, because we get to learn so much. Um, we have now the ability to learn just about anything that we want to learn, which is could be a um, a beautiful experience and also a curse because we don't know what to decipher as real and fake these days. <laughs> but I, I won't get too far down that rabbit hole. But with that ability to learn so much about everything that's happening, you know, wherever you live and halfway around the world or all around the world gives us this ability to awaken ourselves to cultures, awaken ourselves to understanding, awaken ourselves to all that the world has to offer. And so as we awaken, there is a level of consciousness that I think is being tapped into a lot of us. I won't say all of us, but I'll say a lot of us. And so we're wanting to show up in our authentic voice. We're wanting to show up with all that we are, not pieces of who we are, because when we decide to create these silos for ourselves and who we are, we always will feel like something is missing. So I think this level of consciousness or this idea of conscious leadership is why can't you also bring this authenticity? Why can't you also bring this, um, your experiences, your take, your personality, um, your awareness to the work that you do and how you shepherd others to find their whole selves in the process? So to me, that's why it's important for us to step into a level of consciousness, but also because the world needs it. There are so many people who are looking for guidance, who are looking to be led, but at the same time, just because you have a position doesn't make you, to me, an effective or conscious leader. It just makes you a person with a position. And I think if more leaders decide that they don't want to just be people with positions, but they take a level of consciousness, that aspect could really heal um not only the world, but heal ourselves in the process. Wow. That is amazing. And there's so much in there that you said that I want to, like, I know. break down. I'm and, like, and I don't know what it'll like. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I love what you're saying about leadership not just being a position. And I have talked for many years about leadership as a mindset rather than it, it doesn't – I mean, obviously the people who have these formal positions – need to be great leaders in those positions or they really shouldn't have them, <laughs> which is a whole other topic of conversation. But um, there, you can be a leader no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. And it doesn't matter a position in the company. It doesn't even matter where you're going. This is actually a conversation I started having with my children when they were super young and going to summer camp and having problems with kids acting out, and sometimes it was them. <laughs> So right. I actually talked to them even at an age, you know, six, seven years old about being a leader in who they wanted to be and how they were showing up there. And so I think it is so much that mindset. And I love what you're saying about the level of consciousness. And I've seen a huge shift as well. I've gone to lots of different types of conferences with people all over the world. And it really is different than it was before. And in fact, one of the conferences I was at, they talked about that and said that this this awakening or this level of consciousness consciousness goodness, um, has been growing so much that it's almost like 
what physical fitness used to be, like in the 70s when it was only the weirdos who worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Went to a room to work out rather than being out in the world, and now you're weird if you don't work out. And the same thing is happening with this this awakening and level of consciousness and having those types of conversations. It used to be only the weird people are having those conversations, but now more and more of mainstream is, is recognizing that need and then I also loved what you said about silos in yourself. Like, that's awesome. I've never heard it termed that way. We hear all the time about silos in business. But you're right. There's there's different ways that we we almost compartmentalize ourselves. Tell me a little bit more mm-hmm. about that. I actually want to hear more what you have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, I found it even in myself. You know, I've been in business for seven years. And in the beginning, it was really just, and I started out as a marketer, actually. So it's an evolution of how I got to this place. But when I started out in marketing, and I started to awaken various aspects of myself, I wondered how could I bring that to the table, right? Like, how could I bring this level of personal growth and experience? How could I bring mindfulness? How could I bring like my spirituality into the marketing world, which you got to see actually at Social Media Week Lima, because I totally brought mm. it fully onto the stage um, because I thought that was so important. And so over the years, I strengthened this ability to um, connect all the pieces of me and bring my whole self to my work. So I no longer shy away from, okay, I'm going to be speaking at a marketing conference, so I really got to stick to the marketing message of whatever it is that I'm you know, whatever my topic is, because I don't want to weird people out by literally meditating with over 300 people, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But I was able to to do that because I'm like, we're all human at the end of the day. And if if I can bring my knowledge, I think we might not be hearing you right now. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what you just said and what I saw, not just with you, but with all the speakers at Social Media Week. And that's part of why I loved that conference is because it was the first time in any conference I've ever been to in any capacity where people really were bringing their whole selves, not just on the stage, but everywhere they went. And I've never been at a place where so many speakers, yourself included, were so genuine and authentic and not being one person on stage and another person off stage or holding back and and only doling out little bits of great information but thinking, oh, well, now you're going to have to come talk to me or hire me to get more from me. But everyone was so passionate and genuine and open and helpful and just exactly who they were every part of the conference, whether I was hanging out with people at the conference or at a dinner or uh, I actually went back in the speaker's room and was talking to people back there. And it was just a wonderful thing to see. And you were for sure one of those people who modeled that way. So let's get back to what you were saying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hopefully you can hear me. Um, Yes. It was, it was just really this, you know, this understanding uh, and, I, and I really thought about this a couple of years ago. A mentor of mine actually challenged me in another way um, when I was kind of redefining who I wanted to be even as a speaker or aligning all of my various talents and skills and experience and expertise and bringing that into my work. And she challenged me to sing on stage, right? So when we're talking about, mm. like, these silos or creating or compartmentalizing our various talents, 
in the ways that we show up, um, she was like, you know, you're, you, I was in a personal rut at the time, um, which we, I was, I just had my daughter was going to postpartum depression. All of these things were happening, which we might talk about a little bit later. But at the time mm-hmm. she was like, I want you to do something that brings you so much joy and bring that onto the stage as well. Yes. Being on stage brings you joy, but how can you infuse more of the personality, infuse more of who you are? And so actually in a speech around that time, I decided to sing pieces of my talk. Like I wove in stories that involved me singing. And this was like the first time that I'm like, okay, I could literally bring my whole self, like all of myself into any aspect of my work that I want to. And people will adapt to that. Um, so when we talk about these silos of self, it's why do we decide to dim certain aspects of who we are because we don't think it's appropriate to bring into pieces of our work or to bring into our relationships. But what if we could be okay with all that we are and allow that to show up and be the catalyst for not only changing our lives, but how people see us in our unique form? Wow. That is awesome and so incredibly inspiring, and I can't wait to talk to you more about it. We are getting ready to go to a break, but when we come back, I definitely want to touch more on what you just said. That is so brilliant, (laughs) Um, really allowing yourself to bring all those aspects. I love that you wove song into your, your speech. That's amazing. So let's start with that when we get back, but I also want to hear a lot more about your journey and how you got to be at this point, so we'll talk about that as well. For now, uh, we are going to go ahead and go to break again. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back. This is Carla Taylor. You are listening to Bring Your Brilliance here on Inspired Choices Network. And we are talking with Tiffany Lanier about making shift happen. And we've been talking about conscious (laughs) leadership. So, Tiffany, let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. (laughs) Sure. You were just (laughs) talking about bringing your whole self on stage. You're talking about singing while you're on stage. So let's keep going with that and talk a little bit more about that. And then, like I said, I want to hear about your whole journey. of You talked about starting in marketing and getting to this point. Yeah, um, so about, I guess, going back to bringing my whole self on stage, that was really the catalyst for me to see how I could weave almost anything that I wanted, anything that I loved into my work, no matter if I was doing marketing, whether I was doing coaching or consulting or speaking on stage, that I had that ability, and really not only the ability, but I believe that I had the um, the need, the need was there, right? People may not mm-hmm. say, like, oh, I need this this woman to come and, you know, motivate me on stage and then also sing, but how fun and how amazing is it that she has the ability to share her story and weave in other aspects of who she is, and that's what I needed today. And so evolving that over the years was kind of takes me back to Social Media Week Lima um, this past June, and that was a huge experiment for me leading such a big uh, meditation because I do meditation Mm. for myself as well as for clients and different small groups and retreats that I host. But I never did that in a way, especially Tonglen, which if you've never done Tonglen before, it is a meditation um, for sending and receiving. And so what I did with the audience was really helping them, um, really understand and connect to who their their core audience is, their clients, their customers, and really feel and understand their story and their messaging so that when we show up to market or show up to promote, that we are fully connected to these other humans on the other side of the work that we do. So there's a level of consciousness that really uh, goes with that. And so for me to do that, I was actually quite nervous because I'm like, are people going to think that I am so strange? Right, like how could I bring this meditation into this practice of identifying our ideal client? Um, I don't know if it's ever been done before in that particular manner. And it was really a stretch for me to – Say I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this to my presentation, and I'm gonna hope that everyone's here for the ride because this is who I am, this is how I process, and I hope that they're okay with that. And I got really great feedback, <laughs> so I think yeah, it was, was awesome. Everyone was really okay with it. <laughs> it really was awesome, and I and I love, and you keep using the word connection and connecting to other humans, and and you talked about even people didn't even know they needed you to bring that on stage. But when you bring that joy, and even when you talk about it, and I can hear you you talking about it with joy in your voice, and I start smiling and feeling your joy when you're talking about it. And I think people need that authenticity, even if they don't know how to talk about it or what to say, or some people don't even know what you mean by authenticity, but they pe- people need other people to be real and relatable. And that's what's so awesome about what it is that you do and what it is that you're saying that you're bringing and and that need that you're filling that people didn't even know they had until all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, I'm so inspired. and That's so awesome. And, and then you're also giving them tools and helping them connect to their audiences much in the same way that you're modeling 
for all of us that were in the room and, and wherever you go. Yeah, and it just so happened my middle name is Joy, so I like to think that <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> a part of what I bring to the table, just naturally, because it's in my name. Um, but it's funny that you bring up Joy because I um, was writing out some some affirmations for myself yesterday and, and really what I want to embody, um, you know, for the next however many months that I'm, I'm kind of setting these intentions, and it was overwhelming joy. And overwhelming wow. joy is this, you know, exuberance that you feel all through your body because you're so elated about how you live and how you lead. And so for me, that is what I I look to bring into my own life and then, of course, look to bring into the lives of those that I impact. See, I knew there was another reason why we connected so much because joy has been such a big word and such a big theme for me in my life. And again, I relate a lot of stuff back to being being a mom of triplets that kind of overwhelms your life sometimes. <laughs> and I mean, I would have <laughs> <laughs> They, we, I was so focused on creating a life of joy with them when I became a single, single mom. And they had just turned four. And so that year for Christmas, I actually got them those Hannah Anderson Christmas sweaters that I'd always been wanting. And I, they were so cute. And we did this picture, and they each held the word, the letters of the word joy. And they're laughing in the picture. I'm going to have to find this picture. It's such a great picture. But it is like joy was my mantra. Joy was my theme. And it was like such a big part of of my journey, too. So I love what you say. And I love that that's your middle name. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's talk about your journey then. So you talked about starting in marketing, but you just mm-hmm. tell tell me your career journey and how did you get to this point? Sure. Um, so out of college, I started working for a startup company and I was their marketing coordinator. And so that's where I began. So primarily I was doing their digital marketing and all things digital, because at that point in time, people were really, I mean, you think people are trying to figure it out now, they were really trying to figure it out, because yeah. it had just really be, begun, and no one knew what to do with Facebook, or Instagram, or blogs, or anything, and so being the young they're person, they're still trying to figure college, it out, they're like, it's, yes, they're still trying, this was 10 years ago, so they were really trying to figure it out, um, and so they were like, you know, you're the young person, or the youngest person in the group, you're probably more equipped to figure it out, so we passed all these tasks off to you. Um, and that is That's so literally funny. where my career began. Um, so I worked with them for a couple of years and then decided to take that leap of faith and jump out on my own and started doing wow. uh, marketing consulting um, for local small businesses and entrepreneurs at that time. Um, so that's where my journey really started was just Actually, and I was kind of forced into the journey. So it, it sounds good. Like, I'm like, oh, and I just took this leap of faith. Actually, I was forced into the leap of faith because I, I quit the job that I was working with them and was picked up by another marketing company. Because basically working with that startup, I was the one that taught myself literally everything that I knew because there was no higher ups yeah. to help me understand marketing. Um, so I thought, you know, maybe it would be better for me to work with a marketing company because I can learn more and they can, you know, challenge mm. me to, to really step it up. So I ended up switching to another company, found out that the owner of this company, he, I don't think, knew much more than I knew. And um, he just really wow. wasn't 
that great of a guy, like, to be honest. He wasn't the, he had a leadership position. This goes back to conscious leadership. A leadership position, obviously, as the owner running this, you know, running this thing, but was just so rude and mean to his employees and contractors and people working with him. And I'm just, I knew that that was not going to be my life. Like, I had just only been there for about a week or two. And I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, wow. Like, I didn't. I, yeah. I can't be here under this, you know, tyrant, tyrannical regime that is happening <laughs> right now. Um, and I was really bold and decided to send him an email and says that I can no longer, um, due to the circumstances of how you basically treat your people, I can no longer work for you, but I can work with you if you want to become a client. And I honestly wow. didn't think that is bold because <laughs> – Right? Like, talk about, like, a level of boldness um, on my part at, what, 24? And I um, really thought he was going to be like, okay, yeah, whatever, bye. <laughs> uh, but I didn't care because I knew that I wasn't going to go back, so I had nothing to lose. And he actually right. wrote me back and was like, come in on Monday and let's talk about it. And so I'm like, okay, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> something's happening, happening here. And I was not really ready to take on any clients, so I didn't know who I thought I was um, at that time because I hadn't thought it out at all. <laughs> but I took that leap of faith. It's, I mean, that's entrepreneurship whether you have the plan or not. You know, it's like jumping off of a, a cliff and then you figure it out on the way on the way down, and that's exactly what I did. So I went into his office. We talked it out. I talked up a good game and was like, let's do this. And he became my first client, and then the company that I quit, actually for him became my second client. So both of my bosses. Wow. Of clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's so how what was your, your degree in, in, in school, first of all? Were my you, degree did you have a marketing is, degree? I had a communications degree. So uh, I thought okay. I was going to get into broadcasting. So really my dream was to be a broadcaster, oh. to do radio, to do TV. That was the vision. Um, but at the same time, I was kind of, I was, I had a minor in psychology. I was open to so much more, um, but mm. I didn't know what that was. And at the time, it was like we were just getting out of the recession, and so there were not very many jobs <laughs> to be had, uh, even with yep. the degree. And so I just found myself in the marketing role just because I needed a job and kind of fell in love with it at that particular time. So, yeah, that's how my that's journey so began. so great. Um, doing marketing. <laughs> And, well, and that's uh, so great, too. So I many think, people are trying yeah. to figure out, like, what to do in college or what to do with the next part of your life. And I love everything you just said about figuring it out along the way. And I like this, so I'm going to do this. And I like that, and I'm going to do that. And then here's this opportunity now to do marketing out of this communications degree. And then you're with these two companies, and you saw opportunity. And, oh, my goodness, you were so bold <laughs> to send that. But you're right. And I've worked for people like that. And you can't. You just can't. You can't. And I know old school, the way it used to be, there was a lot of kind of more of a dictatorial approach. And and I even had one of my clients that ended up not being a client because she couldn't be a better leader and she had enough whatever to, to not change. But she was like, I'm going to move their food bowl and was very much like beating up their people for not doing things well. And that was how she had been led. And she's like, well, it worked back then, so I'm not going to change. And you're right, like you immediately know that person is not someone you're going to work for, but then how wonderful that he was open to you to to then work yeah. with you. I think and he was also going to be you. rude if he didn't, though. <laughs> he didn't have anybody to do the work that I was doing. But have listened anyway. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. This is true. But then you turned both. I mean, he gave me that opportunity. Into clients. 
And the the the, yes. the 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 dirty little secret, I guess, for people who are trying to figure out how to start their new venture as a consultant or anything else, is that you really just have to be at least one step ahead, hopefully a little bit more than that. But if you're even just one step ahead of the people that you're leading, you can do it. <laughs> and you completely showed that. <laughs> and it's owning it's owning your role, right? Like owning what you yeah. know. Like I knew digital marketing and neither one of them did. So I didn't and know. You recognized you knew so more knew than them piece. so you could lead. Yeah. Right. Well, we're getting ready to go to another break. So I want to keep talking and keep hearing the rest of your journey. But let's go ahead and um, go to break. And then I can't wait to hear more about this when, when we get back. And, again, this is Carla Taylor with the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on the Inspired Choices Network. We're talking with Tiffany the Lanier, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Carla Taylor on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. And our topic today is making shift happen. And we were just talking about the shift that you made going from employee to consultant. So let's continue with that conversation. Yes. Um, yeah, I make a lot of shift happen, <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> that's in, you know, I'm looking, I'm in my office right now, and I have a an image, and it says, own your shift. And, and we can talk how I kind of led into that, because that is a principle that I live by this like ownership of who you are, where you are while you are there. And I didn't realize that I started that way. You know, I mean, obviously it took me some time to realize that wisdom within myself, but it was intuitive even back then when I, you know, first launched my, my marketing company. And so for me, it just started with this, this ownership of, at the end of the day, I know what I know, and these people don't. So how can I help them, um, you know, continue to grow their businesses by utilizing, you know, digital marketing strategies and, and online, you know, creating an online presence? And so I just started from where I was, and I didn't try or pretend to know more than what I knew. I just knew what I knew. Um, and so for me, I just continued to build um, and grow for a couple of years in the marketing world, just really working locally and then started to get some online clients and helping people better understand just how to use social media to enhance their brands and, you know, show up as their authentic selves as they are doing their, you know, the various uh, strategies that they were trying to play out depending on the platform. By 20, 
2014, though, I began to pivot um, out of doing the done-for-you marketing services that I was providing for my clients and began coaching because there was something that I noticed that was happening within my um, my clients. And it was hard for me to do my job sometimes as a marketer because they were constantly living in a chaotic state, <laughs> both in their lives as well as in their businesses. And it was hard mm. for me to, or hard for them to get me what I needed to do the job on their behalf. And so I would find myself coaching them and getting them clear on various aspects of the business, clarity around some of the things that they were trying to do um, as, as it pertains to both their, what, they, what their lives, I guess, brought to the table within their business and then on the actual business side. I was very intuitive in the sense that I could see the holes of things that was going on all throughout their business structure, um, and I would bring those those things to light and, and tell them, like, you know, in order for me to do this, you have to fix this here, here, and here. Um, and then I realized that I had a talent for seeing these holes and filling them, and then it became um, – far more interesting to me to take that on uh, versus even doing marketing on behalf of, of my clients. And so by 2014, I made the transition into um, coaching and consulting and really helping my clients do kind of a, a 360 and, and how they showed up for their businesses as well as still doing a little bit of the marketing help um, with that as well. And then it just continued to evolve, really. Like every year, I think my work just deepened um, as I became more self-aware and more aware of who I was as an individual, as a leader, um, things that I became very interested in. My work just continued. And by 2015, I really declared being a clarity coach and a clarity strategist because that was my jam, like really helping people get clear um, and in that and that part was so important to me and then I also knew that I could let them go um, after I got them clear it didn't have to be my job to take them on the forever journey <laughs> that I could literally just right. allow them to like move on and go find the next you know consultant or strategist or whomever it is that they needed to help them continue that journey um, and that became great that was great clarity for me to decide that clarity was going to be my jam and just kind of stay in that realm. Um, over those years, though, I really started to do a lot more video for myself. Um, I did a lot of YouTube back then, so a lot more YouTube videos. I've kind of been off the YouTube wagon for about a year now and really dived into doing podcasts for myself. Um, but, yeah, over the years, it's just been kind of an evolution of coaching, consulting, speaking, doing, you know, podcasting and really evolving uh, my life with Tiffany brand as well as starting another brand called A Modern Visionary, which is really talking to leaders who I believe give a damn. And there's a level of consciousness in that as well, um, but in the realms of business leadership and politics. So it takes a little bit of a different spin. Wow. <laughs> than, than the other. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big topic right there, too. <laughs> I know. Uh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So and and I love how you are continuing to align and adjust for yourself as well, and I think that's that's part of everyone's journey. And like you said, a great coach comes in to coach the thing that they're working on, and and then they coach themselves out of a job, <laughs> and that's that's meaning that that they've done what they're there to do. 
Yes, because in the beginning, I really wanted to be everything to everyone. And that Mm -hmm. was starting to really take its toll. And I realized where my zone of genius, you know, for a long time, I thought the zone of genius was the marketing component, that a lot of people were coming to me to help them with their marketing, but they were really coming to me for something completely different. And that was like the clarity Mm -hmm. around who they are, what they stood for, how they needed to show up, how to um, own their power to show up for their marketing. Because a lot of time we think that it's the marketing that's the problem, but it's really us. (laughs) Like we have all the strategy a lot of the time. We understand all the marketing tools that we need to use. It's not the lack of um, understanding how to use these tools or the best approach to them. It's just who are we when we show up to use these tools? And that's where um, my work really shined. That is such a great point. And so many people either don't understand that or don't, maybe they get that, but they still don't know what to do to show up themselves differently. And I think that's so brilliant that you were able to recognize that and see that, yes, you absolutely could help people with marketing, but you have this incredible talent like you talked about. And that's not common to be able to see those holes and fill them and understand what's happening in people's businesses. That's so far beyond marketing <laughs> that that you're right. helping with. But at yeah. the same time, it's affecting, like you said, how they're marketing. And, and I think um, what's so important is so many people talk about you know, sending out whatever different parts of their funnel or things like that. But if it's if it's not alive with you in it, then it becomes very bland and dry and boring. And bringing your full self right. to that voice. And even I've heard people talk about, and I've talked to a lot about their coaches and consultants too, and when they're not in the right mindset themselves, even if they've done it great last week or yesterday, but now they're getting ready to send out some more information, but they're in this flat, low-energy state, a lot of times people will wait until they are back up in their energy because that actually affects how your message is received. And I've seen that in my own life, too, that that people know if there's joy behind what you're doing and saying, mm-hmm. I'm confused and I'm chaotic and here, please come work with me, but I'm not even telling you clearly why. <laughs> Energy is everything, you know. Yeah, I I think energy is everything. And it really is this ripple effect that we all individually have. And I talk a lot about that ripple effect. So even when, and I'll kind of blend this into the conscious leadership as well. I think of conscious leadership as this three-pronged approach to understanding who we are, understanding how we impact others, and then I take it out even a little bit further and how we impact humanity and the planet. And so all of these things are happening whether we think it is or not. So every time we show up to do anything, there is a ripple effect that is that is occurring that's impacting the stranger that we pass by on the street, that is impacting the client or the people that we share with on social media, that then has its own effect because those people then take what they get from us and they put their energy out into the world. And so it continues way past us. So when we're thinking about showing up for ourselves, showing up for our work, it is so important to to own the space that we're in, to quite literally be intentional about how how we plan to show up, how we want to show up, how we want to feel, what does joy feel like, or or any, you know, word that we want to use, what does that feel like, and how are we taking the time to actually harness that kind of energy so that when we show up 
for the marketing activity, when we show up to do the talk, when we show up to network, that we're putting all of that um, putting all of that out there so that people really do understand this or understand who we are at the core of who we are. But we can't expect people to understand us at the core of who we are if we don't understand us at the core of who we are, which is why it's so important for us to spend that time to get to know who we actually are, what what we're aligned with, what our core values are, and how does that um, translate into our relationships and, and into our work. Yes, absolutely. Everything you just said, that is so spot on. Uh, so tell me more about you. So you've figured a lot of this out, or you've you've been modeling a lot of this as you've you've gone. So what are some of the things that you've learned the most, or the big aha moments, or even some of the biggest hurdles that you've had to overcome along the way? So it's really like how to balance life with all of it. <laughs> um, mm. In 2014, when I made that pivot uh, into coaching. At that same time, I got pregnant, which was not necessarily planned um, because I launched my coaching business in March of 2014, and I got pregnant in July. Um, So that was not the plan. And four four months into this, I'm like, but no, wait, I'm doing all the things that I finally, you know, thought I figured out, um, all the things that I wanted my business to look like. And then pregnancy happened. And for me, I had a very tough pregnancy, a very complicated pregnancy, I ended up in the hospital at 17 weeks, and to make a very long story short, was diagnosed with three different complications, and the doctor telling me that I was going to probably lose my child by the 24th week of pregnancy and could lose my life in the process. Mind you, I had just started this new business, and I'm trying to figure out how am I going to make this work. I was... um, At this particular time, I had a a series of workshops lined up. I was living in Denver, and then I was put on bed rest. Like, what was I going, you know? So everything about how I thought I could operate had to change. And it was at that particular moment that I realized that I had to take even more control. Like, I was already, you know, reigning uh, or taking my business by the reins and, and really leading it, but I had to do a lot of that inner work in order for me to show up in this time that was very scary for me, but how was I going to continue to show up to do the work that I felt called to do? A, because I needed to, because I wanted to, but also I had a baby on the way, <laughs> and there there were still bills and things that had to right. be paid. So how was I going to put all of that together and make it happen, and that was the beginning of really doing this deeper level of what I call like the inner clarity work with myself, and that, as I rolled out that process for myself, that would have forever changed my business um, moving forward. Absolutely. Wow. That is so much to go through. Wow. Um, so let's let's take a moment here. Stop here right now. We're going to go to to our third break. I want to hear a little bit more about that and and how you shifted and how you've continued to shift, but what a huge, huge thing to go through and and be that catalyst for you to, to look at everything differently. So we're going to start there when we get back. Again, this is Carla Taylor on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? 
Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I am Carla Taylor with Bring Your Brilliance. We are talking to the brilliantly beautiful and effervescent Tiffany Lanier. Her website is livewithtiffany.com. And Tiffany, when we left off, you were just telling us about uh, launching this brand new consulting and programs and all the things that you were doing and then getting pregnant and then the the horrific news of, of all the complications that you were going through. And that started you on this this journey of shifting. So let's keep, continue with that. Yeah. Um, so basically, like I was saying, you know, at that particular time, I was in and out of the hospital three times a week. And they had officially put me on bed rest. And I had this pending deadline. I, and I hate using that word deadline. I now use the word live line because I don't know. I don't mm. know use that word. But we'll talk, we can talk about that another time. Um, but my, my deadline was 24 weeks um, to, for my body to heal one of the complications for me to get a procedure in order to heal another complication. And so both of these things had to happen at the same time almost. Um, and my cutoff time was 24 weeks or I would lose my child by that, for that particular period. Um, a day wow. before the 24th week cut off, my body healed, and I was able to go into a emergency surgery to have uh, this procedure done for one of the complications, literally with a 24-hour window left. Um, and that was, you know, the beginning of me and how I got to that point. Of course, it could be, you know, it's a miracle is one aspect for sure. But I believe it was the intention that I set during that period because all I could do was what I could do. And though I had to change how I worked, you know, I couldn't pull all nighters anymore <laughs> like I like I once was earlier that year. I couldn't, you know, work really more mm-hmm. than three or four hours a day. I had to do a lot of resting. I had to really hold the space for myself to heal. Um, so I changed everything about my approach to running my business at that time and really took it more online. Ironically, though, I was helping people build online businesses or helping them share their message online at the time. A lot of what I was doing was offline, a lot of workshops and in-person clients and meetings of that nature. But I switched everything um, into the online space around that time. And so by the end of that year, actually was better um, in the sense that I got to live out the rest of my pregnancy like a normal pregnancy. I had my daughter at 37 weeks. Um, she was just a couple of weeks early, and she's a, my total miracle, my miracle baby. Her name is Autumn Sky. But um, mm. with that, I had to do a lot of deep, you know, deep work within myself, deep understanding of who I was, 
within this particular situation and what could I do from where I was. And that continued on with me moving into the next year when I had my daughter. Fast forward six months, I then experienced postpartum depression. Talk about like a year of absolute wow. <laughs> chaos. Um, Turmoil, yes. Chaos from within. And I'm just like, I thought I was done, you know, dealing with all that I went through um, with the with the pregnancy, but now I'm going through this depression, and at the time, I didn't even know that that's what I was experiencing. But with that, it was also at another crossroads of who am I again? What am I here to do? How am I here to show up? That was this, That was the moment that I determined, we talked earlier in the show, about me choosing to really focus on clarity, being a clarity strategist and a clarity work. So coming out of this postpartum depression, a mentor of mine, um, you know, really challenged me to take the time to to discover who I was again and to focus on how I changed my mornings. And that was really the huge shift for me was, was carving out this time to do this intentional work on myself, to think about who I was or who I am now because I went through such a huge identity shift. And oftentimes we don't hold uh, space for our transitions. We don't hold space for the big mm-hmm. life changes that occur within our lives. And so we just move to the next thing, move on. Before yes, we, holding space is so important. That, that next point in our lives. And so that was huge for me to hold the space for who I had become as a mom, to hold the space for the business that I had just, you know, that I really pivoted, but it's also a new business, but I never really held space for that. Um, so doing all of this stuff allowed me to show up more authentically. It allowed me to show up and bring my whole self to the table. It's what really shaped my worldview on the consciousness that I talk about now, which is understanding who I am, understanding my ripple effect of how I impact my family and how I impact my clients and how I impact the world around me if I'm not good for myself. And then what does that look like Mm. on that large scale of planet of humanity and the planet? And so really my philosophy came out of this very dark period of complicated pregnancy and postpartum depression. But I believe that it absolutely shifted my business and shifted my mentality and shifted how I operate for the better because everything that I've done thus far came out of that particular time. Wow. Wow. That is, such a powerful story. There's so many things that you just said that are, are really, really, yes, can, yes. Uh, it's just amazing what you just Carla? shared. Uh, yes. So hopefully you can hear me too. Carla. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, I love what you just said. I know we're, we're out of time, but you just even talked about holding space and, and making room for things. Uh, so I can't wait to to be able to dig into this more with you when we're we're uh, offline. But unfortunately, we're out of time here on this show. And I I love that you shared so much of your own personal story and your own personal journey of what it was that was uh, the catalyst for you to really make some changes that you needed to make and do the things that you needed to do. And so many people get caught up in that hustle and moving too fast and not taking the time to slow down. And even I know myself as well, I'm very, very busy, and it's hard for me if I'm not doing anything, I feel like I'm not doing enough, and I keep going and going and going. And I know this is something that I am challenged with is making that space 
to, to, to have that peace and that quiet that it sounds like was such a big part of the lessons that you learned. So in this last minute or two, as, as we're wrapping up, what is anything else that you want the listeners to know or, or what's next for you? Yeah. Um, I hope you can hear me <laughs> right now. Um, yes. <laughs> I think for me, it's um, how, how everything uh, came together was holding that space for myself. And so actually something that I am embarking on now, I, I created a course called the morning shift um, right out of, out of that time when I held that space for myself that allowed for me to really do this deeper transformational work. And so I'm going to be launching the morning shift mastermind, which is going to be a coaching community to help mm-hmm. people get through those big transitional periods um, in their life, whether they're are becoming, you know, new moms or, their children are graduating or they are starting that business or transferring, you know, or transitioning into becoming a leader, whatever that is for you. We live in such a chaotic world that we need to counter it. And so my goal is to help people counter that chaos, find their clarity, um, you know, really lead consciously and create change in this world. So that's something that I am embarking on right now. That sounds so powerful and so needed. I love that you're doing that, and I love that you have really helped us understand that that shift isn't just moving from one thing to the next, but all the things that you've got to go through and align and realign within yourself and continuing to ask that question, who am I now and how am I showing up? That sounds like a wonderful mastermind. I'm definitely interested in learning more. And uh, thank you so, so much for coming on the show and, and sharing so much of your own personal journey with us and the lessons that you've learned that we can all be inspired by and learn from. Uh, you're, you're, you've got so much more to share. I, I, I'm so I know. happy to have, <laughs> have had you, and I wish we had more time. I always feel this way at the end. Um, but I, I, do, I, I do see there's so many layers even to your name, Live with Tiffany. And again, tell us more where you, we can find us, livewithtiffany.com, anywhere else. Yeah, I'm at livewithtiffany.com, and you can join my newsletter at livewithtiffany.com forward slash join. There I do a lot of that deeper deeper work every Sunday with my community. Wonderful. And we will also be putting that out in the links as we post this. Uh, next week coming up, we've got uh, my interview with Michael Reynolds. We'll be talking about how you are not your business and how important it is to separate your identity uh, who you are versus what you Thanks do for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then,